what is going on guys welcome in to episode number 38 of the scope um that is not buff if you guys didn't notice uh to my right your left i'm joined by a special guest buff is out today taking care of some business some family stuff we uh we miss him very much he did allow us to go live on his channel so if you came to see buff and you're looking at my ugly face i'm really sorry but i think we're gonna have a lot of fun today again to my left you're right this this guy he's a 10 year old warzone sensation this kid is a prodigy uh like something like over 4,000 followers over on twitch and over a thousand subs on youtube uh this guy he's the future of warzone and uh content creation we're gonna chat with him a little bit about what he hopes it's gonna be an interesting perspective because you always hear me and buff on here a bunch of old boomers talking about stuff from old boomer mentality standpoint this time we're going to get a little bit of insight from the younger generation it should be a lot of fun we're going to talk about some warzone 2 with beast mode boone his all of his links and stuff are down in the description wherever you're watching listening wherever you're at um it's down there below where you can check that out and uh, i'm trying to think if there's anything else yeah we're live on a bunch of different channels so again the chat is combined on the screen keep an eye out on that on the screen um we're going to chat with boone for a little bit and then uh when we get into the news we're going to swap it out and we're going to chat with his dad uh the hillbilly man a little bit really really good friend of mine and we're just going to have a good time and uh talk about some news and stuff like that so it's good to see everybody thank you guys for being here and it should be a lot of fun first off boone how are you doing man Amazing. I'm very, very excited to be on the show. Man, I'm glad to have you. It re it's really going to be cool to, to get a different, uh, a different uh, take because everybody hears my boomer takes and me and Buff's boomer takes all the time. So it'll be, it'll be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, you got a chance to play the, the Modern Warfare 2 beta, right? Yeah. What, what were your thoughts on that? Like, how, how would you rate it out of 10? There's some things that they could tweak that will uh, actually change your mindset of playing. But overall, eh, decent seven. A seven? A All right, that's pretty good. Where were, where were you at? Uh, what, what do you think you'd like to see changed? Did you like the movement and stuff? Yeah, I, the coolest different thing was definitely the diving that really changes like the way that you play because you'll be seeing people that are diving through windows doing so many different things and the slide canceling it makes the whole game slower like uh it's like you're actually almost there like more like you're there instead of you like slide canceling regaining your sprint and breaking your controller <laughs> right going through all breaking all the what I don't even know what button is slide cancel on controller like you're wearing out uh, which, which usually key? usually for uh for me it's circle circle so you're wearing out the circle button all the time that yeah. that that F1X. actually that actually surprises me because i know whenever you and i play warzone together i cannot keep up with you on the map because you're slide canceling way better and faster than me so i'm surprised to see that you you like the movement slow down a little bit that's really cool i figured i figured yeah. you'd want it faster because your reflexes are much much better than mine so yeah and you guys can even see in the background playing some of his gameplay from one of his last streams so the, the kid's really good <laughs> he's really good at video eh. games um eh. so we'll uh so you've played you've played warzone with some of the greatest right like yeah. you've played you've played with Breadman, you've played with iron 
I mean, the list goes on of some of the top Warzone pros you played with. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Warzone 2. How do you feel? I, th- I think it sounds like from what I've heard, loadouts are going to come later. Um, yeah. But, but how do you feel about loadouts being a little bit harder to get? It's different. I'll say that. It's like... Um... It's almost like you have to find your guns instead of actually dropping in, knowing that you have a buy station right there where you're landing, getting all the money, and then buying your loadout for your whole team. This time, you have to make sure that there's like a a crate or something like that, from what I saw. And you have to find it with enough money. Some of the guns are like 15,000, like crazy for one gun, instead of... Two guns for four people. I'd be two, four, six, eight guns. Yep. So you, so you so, like that? Because right now, like how Warzone is, right? You have to like everybody's just. It's like a race. The first to get the loadout. You like having to loot around the map a little bit more. Yeah, I, I've always liked trying different guns off the ground, and uh, yeah, it, it's always just been like the mindset of thinking: Am I going to get this gun out of this crate? Or am I going to find this off the ground? Or with a key card, can I get it? Yep. It's, just, That's... it's like a 50-50 chance. You're just like, do I get it this time? Do I get lucky? Right. And it, it makes instead the gameplay different, right? Like instead of everybody using the same two medic guns all the time. I've, I've, yeah. seen, that. I've seen that in your gameplay. You like to, you like to switch it up. Um, play with yeah. different weird guns sometimes. That's pretty cool. Um, did you get to see any of the videos of the gameplay from like the COD Next event? Or, the, or you played you played part of the map uh, on the ground war in the beta, right? What'd you think of the maps? Yeah. Like the chunks of maps we got to see. That was amazing. That is this awesome. It's so it's it looks like it's going to play super duper duper smooth from what I was playing because. I only got to play individual small chunks of the map. But, just like in the COD Next thing, they explained it perfectly. I mean, it's literally the same. I mean, it's awesome. Yep. So you like, and you like Ground War and all that stuff too? Yeah. I mean, you have like little things you can go through. I just, the one thing I hope that there is not tanks. No, not with those. What do you think of the AI bots that are going to be in Warzone 2? That's no. going to be a little weird. No. You don't like it? Mm-mm. I don't I was, like uh, it either. Watching, I was watching Isaac's gameplay whenever he was playing with uh, in the COD Next thing. And he popped a UAV. Literally. I'm not making this up. There were like 13, 13 AI and two people. Whenever he popped his UAV. Yeah. And then I looked at it. I was like, wow. This is going to be so much different. And what he, what Isaac thinks and what I think is they're doing this to be like, okay, you didn't get this many real kills, but you got this many AI kills. So you still get the, get some credit for it. So you I still think feel that's like what they're trying to do. I gotcha. Yeah. Like give everybody and a trophy. Kind yeah. Of <laughs> make sure everybody feels happy per game because They've been seeing people getting low-kill games and just trying to get better overall. And they want to change that by adding AI. It's, it's, it's not good, though. Yeah, I'm with it's, you. I always, felt not, like, I always felt like the two outcomes when you fight AI are you either kill them and that 
it's like whatever i killed a bot you really don't feel that cool or you die to him and you're like upset i'm <laughs> and then, like i don't even know how i died to these ai they're not even real people they're like remote controlled ai yep and then i remember in the in the beta too, playing that invasion mode like a lot of times you'd you'd shoot a bunch of ai and run out of stuff uh, you'd run out of bullets on the AI, and then you, a real yeah. person would come by, and you'd die because you're out of bullets from shooting the bots. So, yeah. yeah, I'm not a and huge it's fan. It's it's a waste of ammo because you're going to be pushing a building. You're going to see a whole bunch of AI just camping on the loot. You're going to make an insane flank, and you're going to realize, oh, I didn't even have to do that. I could have just shot them. It's like just dived in there, shot them all, and they would not have even hurt me. I could have got the loot. I did not have to waste some of the battery in my controller just trying to wrap around this building and get to the ai yep because you think yep. that they're real people uh did you see the did you see the mechanic in warzone 2 where the circles split up at the end did you see that yeah what do you think of that i i think that is awesome because you can clear out one circle and then if you're like trying to get as many kills as you possibly can you can go to the most populated circle at that point if you have stims and a gas mask Boom. You just full send straight into the next one. And you're in a gunfight. If you clear that out, you have to go to the next circle. Or you could just stay there. And then it'll close again. And then you're fighting that. Yeah. And it's just like a rotation of just constant action. I think I think it's pretty cool. Um that will Yeah. They did something different. That's one of the things they did different. We'll see. It seems like a lot of the stuff that they are doing in DMZ kind of, or excuse me, in Warzone 2 is coming from DMZ, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. If you guys are just joining us, um, Buff is out this week. I have a lot of stuff, personal stuff going on later on this week, too. Um, so we decided to do an episode today with a good friend of mine, Beast Mode Boone, and then his dad's going to join me a little bit later to talk about um, a lot of the news and stuff from the week in the FPS genre. But yeah, we're just talking... A little bit about Warzone and uh, what we want to see and what we think we saw so far um, in the beta. Did you like the in the beta? Did you like the Gunsmith 2.0? Like how you leveled up the platform platforms I and stuff like that? Love that. That is awesome. I think that is great because you could do that IRL. You could change, see which slot fits into your gun. If it and if it does, you have the all those extra attachments, so you don't have to work so hard to earn the attachments you get the gun you use the gun that you already have that is fully leveled up and then you put those attachments onto another gun and then boom you have that loadout you can just whatever loadout whatever gun put all the attachments on boom i mean you have the meta build or whatever or multiplayer yep do you really remember like do you remember your favorite gun from the beta MP5 was definitely the meta you were you were you were just shredding. Yeah, nice. Um, then as far as uh, have you heard much about DMZ? Like, what do you think that's gonna be like? I've not heard anything about DMZ yet. I gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a big, it's kind of like a big mystery. Um, mm -hmm. how do you feel? How do you? This is a big one because I know your favorite mode to play, similar to mine. You like Rebirth, right? You like the Resurgence game yes. mode. What do you think it's of them? It's going to be different not having that for sure. Yeah, I was going to say, what do you think of them taking that out when Warzone 2 launches? <sighs> not a good idea. It's not a good idea. 
Yeah. I mean, literally, everybody hates the VR because it's literally multiplayer, but you have plates on a bigger map. That's pretty much what that is. Yep. And so... It's like ground war, but you can get your own UAV. You could get anything you need. It's just like ground war, pretty much. Do you think they're gonna do? Do you think they're gonna gonna do anything um, like that? You think they'll have resurgence on the big map, or do you think they'll? Are you hoping for some like new littler maps for for resurgence mode eventually? Yeah, I mean they added Fortune's Keep. That was a big hit. But yeah. some people said it's not for them and. That's some people with uh, Rebirth. I mean, you have your own play style. And, well, if I were working for Warzone, I've said this a lot, they should do what the people want. Instead of having their own ideas, do what the actual people want to see, hear, have, play. Instead of having their ideas forward. Right. I think a lot of them, I don't know if you know much about this stuff, but it feels like a lot of the decisions they make are to keep players playing the game. So they, yeah. do, like data wise, not, not for yeah. what people like feel like is fun. So that's where the skill based matchmaking and all that stuff comes from. It's like they have a bunch of data and metrics that to make game balance changes to keep you playing. Yeah. They, they want to add normal stuff, but then they want to be lazy and just make like a really cool clip. Be like, we're going to make this come play it and then raise it all up for it to all go back down. That's, nope. that's what, that's what, that's what they're doing. I mean, they're willing to put another game mode in and they're just being lazy about it. They're not actually making it good. They're just saying that to make more people play and have skill based matchmaking higher for a little while, have nope. more people playing the game and buying all the new packs and all the guns. They make, good guns they buff guns put them in the uh in the store whenever everybody buys them they nerf it yeah <laughs> guys so, even, so even, a, even a 10 year old can see what they release overpowered blueprints to get you to buy them that's funny like they'll make a meta build with cool tracers all gold looks like just like the atomic or something buy it nerfed next day easily yep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, is there anything else you can think of about Warzone 2 that you're excited for? Other than just getting in how, there? I'm excited to see how people play the game. I want to see everybody else's like strategies on where to go, what the circle's going to do, and how they're going to play that out. I want to see other people's perspective i know my perspective already i know what i'm going to do but i don't know what everybody else is going to do right after i know what everybody else does and the meta stuff like all the meta movement then i'll have more of like an idea on what to do and how to push how to play to everybody else and i'm excited to see how people actually start to play the game i hope people don't sit in corners like they do in Rebirth all the time. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I, I hope that they make it more interesting and have other stuff. And one thing that confused me, the decoy grenades. Uh, Like the inflatable? Oh, no, the like the decoy nades now or the inflatable deal? The inflatables. In the new one. 
Okay. That was actually my next question. So there, like, there's a lot of new gadgets, right? So like, are there any that you're looking forward to using? And I'm thinking of uh, that that decoy grenade, um, the camera, what else? The shock stick. Um, are there any of those new tacticals or gadgets that you're like excited to try out? Yeah, I'm really excited to use like the cameras because in multiplayer, it's perfect. You could have the bag right on your, um, right in your spawn. Boom, fill the camera. It'll make like a little noise. And then you hear that. You check your camera. You can see there's a guy there holding the bag. You know what to do. You know where to go. You know, you know where he's going. Yep, exactly. And the shock sticks, eh, they're just kind of, they're almost just like there to be thrown out a wall. Oh, yeah. Just look at like the electric and be like, oh, wow, that's so cool. The drill charges might be cool for people camping too through a wall. Yeah. That might help the corner problem. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. But yeah, so Warzone 2 is November 16th. Are are you going to be streaming it? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. All right, if, every- if I can. Yeah, guys, I'm telling you, this kid is like is the future of uh, of gameplay for Warzone, Warzone Two. Um, like I said, he's 10 years old. Already got a Twitch channel that's doing amazing. Uh, shorts and stuff on YouTube are so fun to watch, and uh, just a fun kid to hang out with. And he's smart. You even know that Activision's trying to sneak into overpowered blueprints on you, don't you? to get you to yep. buy them <laughs> i thought that was awesome um so yeah, yeah we'll look forward the, to that uh, the gameplay that is on right now um i edited that video i've been editing my own content i've been uh learning that yeah yeah and he's been putting out a lot of stuff on youtube and the editing is getting better and better really good pacing the transitions are pretty cool and some someone to follow you heard it here first and then uh is there anything else you want to say uh, about modern warfare 2 or anything like that that's on your mind about it or person 2 before we before we move on no all right so how this is going to go guys we're going to take a really short break we're going to swap out for my good friend hillbilly man boone's dad and then we're going to go through and talk a little bit about the news and stuff like that boone thank you so much for joining me man that was a lot of fun yeah We'll have, to, we'll have to have you back on after it launches and see what you think. Yeah, for sure. All right, then. All right, guys, we will be right back. All right, guys, we're back. It's like back. we just went a time time jump. This is Boone in the future. Get these bots out of here. Why do you have to bring the sex bots when you come? Oh, it's just kind of, that's what I do, you know? I can't help it. <laughs> Oh no, it's all yeah, for, for everybody that doesn't know, I was the original co-host of the scope. Yeah, this is not the first time. This uh, is not my first episode of the scope, believe it or not. This is not the first time. Uh when I was starting this disaster of a program, uh Walt joined me for quite a few episodes. This is the father of the beast mode boon, very good friend of mine. What else? You're like a you're like a multi-platinum country music recording artist. A uh, bourbon connoisseur, like the top leading bourbon export or expert yep. in the entire planet. This yep, guy yep. knows bourbon, and, and I, I love seal. bourbon. And he, I chew red seal. He's putting in a big old weed of red seal. He yep. likes not even choke and gag him. Yep. No, dude, these bots are gonna make me lose it. Um, do you want to know? Get them out. You know what we should do first? What should we do first? We should have a moment of silence for uh, Google Stadia. Did you see that died? 
No, but I'm down for it. Okay, moment of silence. All right, that's probably All right, thank for you. It. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that was kind of a funny deal. <clears throat> um, so the next thing, I don't know, did any, I wonder if anybody out there had Google Stadia. I, I think that thing seemed doomed from the start, but I, it, it's dead. It's made me laugh. It's dead. Because everyone, everyone, yeah, yeah, faulty. Google Stadia died. Everyone was pulling up tweets from when they were announcing it and saying it was the best thing ever and was like, yeah. And it was never going to die and they were going to keep adding games to it. And then I think uh, it was Jason Schreier or somebody came out and said like they were literally paying millions of dollars to have games on there. And now it's just like completely gone. Oh, it's gone forever. Wow. Another one of those like remote a- render games that died. That's what you call a bad investment. I don't know why people keep trying to do it because they had like GeForce Now and it just, it, I don't know. It just doesn't ever work out. Doesn't seem like. That's, somebody will hit it at some point. Yep. I guess. So the next thing that I wanted to talk about was uh, a little bit about Battlefield 2042, your favorite game that you've been playing. We were in. talking about that months ago. We're still talking about 2042. Yeah, because they're actually doing something. So here, I'm going to show you this, and you're going to tell me how cool it is. Okay. Oh, yeah, I broke my computer. This show stinks. Should I reinstall it? Um, That's my my biggest question. Maybe because after a year or so, they got it to where you can kind of aim. Oh, really? That's pretty lit in a shooter game. Man, I I like aiming. I might have to reinstall that thing. Give it a a whirl. (laughs) You like aiming? I love aiming. Dude, I'm so good at aiming um all right so here's what's happening now according to tom henderson's uh new outlet the insider gaming uh Mm. there is a we know the release date the potential alleged release date of the liquidators battlefield's 2042 event mid-october the information on the screen comes to us from temporal the infamous battlefield data miners we get a little bit of information on there uh for those for that person that listens to this on podcast, uh, when a competitor threatens their business, the dark market sends in the liquidators. A vicious hit squad of specializes in involuntary asset liquidation. Sounds gross. Your job is to dissolve enemy squads from the battlefield and capture areas of critical dark market bottom line. Capture and hold multiple objectives on new, smaller, infantry-only conquest map layouts. Uh, Tactical Conquest features 16v16 and 8v8 matches. Earn ribbons in Tactical Conquest to unlock rewards. There you go. Nice. So, I thought it was worth talking about because there hasn't been a lot of live service content from DICE. The majority of the content has been fixing the maps, fixing the aiming, copy-pasting vault weapons over into the game. But this seems like actually something kind of new. There's a lot of... There's a lot do of we have a quick question. Do we yeah. have a scoreboard now? Yeah, man. Where you been? Okay. I've I've been I've been lost. I've had a scoreboard for like six months. Okay, good. Good. Pretty yeah, high. This with a scoreboard sounds pretty freaking cool. And you can I aim. have to reinstall it. And I can aim. Yeah. I mean it's not like it. So according to the lead gameplay designer, it's not to where it was it's not to like the aiming of older battlefields. But it's right. better, and you can potentially shoot where you want to. So that's pretty good. Um, so I'm excited about it because I think I'm going to play it. I think I'm going to 
I, I still have the game installed. I think I'm going to give it a try. And uh, I appreciate them uh, doing something. Um, this is some kind of this. This resembles like live service content, even though it's going to there's no like new maps or anything. There's new cosmetics. And um, OK, well, I guess it's not really a new game mode either because we've had tactical conquest in the past before. But 8v8 uh, is pretty fun. It's pretty fun. You don't got to worry about vehicles necessarily. Um, and just the infantry gameplay, depending on which part of the maps they use and how they lay that out, um, it could be a lot of fun. I could see it being fun with uh, smaller size teams. That was one of my, the big problems with, uh, well, there was a lot of problems with Battlefield when it launched 2042, but, you know, it was just too big. There was, like, no purpose to go anywhere. It was kind of painful. So playing on a smaller map, 8v8 i like that i like the sound of it it sounds uh, a little more fast paced actually play objective based with that uh yeah i might have to reinstall it and play it with you i'd be done yeah we'll give it a try it, it would be interesting to see what your take is since you played it on release when it was an absolute disaster to play it now when it's almost like beta quality It'll i've be... not played it and i'm i'm sure i'm probably part of the majority listening to this <laughs> I've not played it since the first, uh, the second week after release. I was done. Really? Bye bye. Yep. I felt like every time I tried to give you a call and you didn't answer, it's like, oh, he's probably just playing 2042 again. Yeah, I was just over here grinding away, <laughs> trying to level her up, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Got to level up those four assault rifles, you know? Um, so, yeah. I kid. I guess it, the game, the game overall, everyone kind of knows how I feel about it. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset with how the community was treated and the lack of content and stuff like that. But this is something different, and uh, I'd like to try it. And I think um, the way the engines kind of jacked up, and again, I don't, I guess I don't want to get into the weeds about my theories on why that is, but um, it might actually run smoothly with only eight players. Maybe this trash can frostbite version can actually run smoothly with eight v eight and yep. it might be all right i did play uh battlefield one the other day on the playstation because i still have it on my playstation let me tell you let me tell you Woo. you tell me Woo. yeah it's good it's man really good. i'm still i'm a, i really believe if battlefield one had battlefield five's movement it'd be the best battlefield game of all time but i digress i've always said put battlefield like one's aesthetics audio and immersion in a modern setting with battlefield fives movement that would be cool. and i'm ooh, yep but like i go back and play those games and they almost make me emotional because i get really sad i get really yep. sad but i haven't me really too. i haven't really played 2042 since i got my new uh my new cpu so maybe it'll run a little bit better i get 80 frames now yeah yeah, whoa, whoa! Without without as many frame dips, and the control and the thing might work, the input yep. so I can aim. Um, the other thing, I guess that's it. So we'll look forward to that on October tenth. Um, after the next show. So yeah, what's going on? Again, I know people in and out. Buff is busy this week. Um, I'm also busy this week. I'm leaving for tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow for like medical stuff. And then the next, like later in the week, I'm leaving again to go out into the woods uh, to chase things with a bow and arrow. And I'll be, dude, I'm going to have like no phone, no internet, no nothing. Unplugged. It's going to be great. 
in the wilderness. Enjoy yourself. And then we'll be back. I think the next episode will be, I get back on Monday, so we'll probably just do the next episode next Tuesday. But I just wanted to put something together so we didn't miss a week of episodes. I wanted to, so we always stick to it. We get an episode a week, and we're doing it. So here we are. That's why Buff's not here. So the next thing. Oh, I think Justin... Justin brings up a really good point real quick. He said, if you haven't played 2042 since launch, it's actually pretty fun now with friends. I think with friends is key. And I think I think an 8v8 mode uh, could be pretty fun because with if you have a few friends, you can actually make a difference in the match. And um, instead of 128 player disasters. So I think that's something that we need to check out for sure. Um, yeah, the next thing, October 10th, by the way. Uh, World War Three open beta. Oh man! How did okay. that go? Because I I didn't follow that. I know it's like that we've been waiting on it, and to play it before you actually had to like buy it, right? And that's how yeah. you played the game. But now so, they did an open beta. Like here you go, everybody, whoever wants to play it. Yes. So for the first time now, it is free to play. So if you're on if you're on PC on Steam, you can go download it. Uh, it has such a bad third party launcher. So, my opinion really hasn't changed that much on this game since it came out. Um, it's really cool to see populated servers and stuff like that when you can connect. Um, they just they just straight up had server issues again. Um, this is really? like the third time they've launched, and it still had server issues. I feel so bad for the people that work on the game that aren't in the networking department. <laughs> Like, like the people that designed the customization and the guns and a lot of the gameplay and maps and stuff, and then just to have it marred by server issues every time they try to launch this thing is, it, it has to be depressing. I, I feel bad for them for sure. Um, I was concerned uh, when they did do the open beta, they'd already had so many server problems. How's that going to work? It, you know, so. It wasn't great, but it could have been worse. It should have been fine. Because again, they've been through this several times. But they have been. They had server issues on the first day, the second day, and now it's just kind of off and on. And they're working on them and taking them down for maintenance, and people are still getting to play. But it's like I hear the same thing with this game. When people get into it and play, they're like, man, this is really fun. And then it's just marred by those technical issues, mainly server stuff. It's really it kind of ruins an experience for you, too, when that stuff's jacked, you know? Yep. I, and it's a, it's a huge challenge. It has to be such a huge challenge to get a game like that to run on a multiplayer game like that to run. And the other thing is, uh, if you've played this in 2018, like I had an off and on for the last four years, and you think, oh, the open beta is going to be sweet and getting back into it, there's still like four maps and two game modes. And to to re-release it, and have a big open beta going free to play and really the only thing that they added to the game was a store was really disappointing to me they did re-add in the Smolensk map that's been reworked it's not a lot different the lighting's a lot better and it, it plays well but again it's something that i played i played in 20 i played in 2018 2019 you could play Smolensk and uh, i've already played it so it's it's kind of like as a veteran of the game, same. I get I get like hyped to play it, and then I hop back in, and it's like the same, same. stuff. Yeah. So I don't want to be like an a hole or a Debbie Downer here, but like too bad. 
you just said it like uh yeah you've been playing it since 2018 it's now 2022 like what are we doing like what yeah. are we doing at this point like oh. it, i think they've had their their run of hype i hate to say this but i think they've had it and now people are like uh whatever yeah i do see it's going to take something massive for that game to be an actual like staple kind of hit at this point and the base is there it, the setting is base really has cool. been there the it's art, been there that's for true. four years yeah that's true yep. the art style is really cool it's kind of like it's it's an interesting push pull you have a really good base game for a, a type of game that people are starving for a modern military shooter that's like a like a battlefield type game that like an old battlefield with like some hardcore and some milsim kind of elements but still still mostly on the arcade side like perfect game that a lot of people want and then it's just marred by lack of content and and uh server issues i think the server issues are getting lined out the other thing that was a problem at launch they have this flipping launcher so you you download it in steam and when you download it in steam you only download the launcher so then you have to open the launcher from steam which in and of itself is also a launcher and then you download the game in the new in their launcher and it doesn't have the steam servers so it was like a peer-to-peer -peer thing so it was taking people days and days to download the game once it opened up because of their oh, wow. launcher so that was pretty rough too um i just frustrating stuff like that but they have said uh in their latest in a couple of their latest trailers they've teased some new maps uh one i believe takes place in the korean dmz and there's uh we've seen ones in like new york and like tokyo it looks like so i i just think they they have these maps in the chamber they need to get them going um to get people re-excited about it i think the veterans but i am seeing a lot of people who are playing it for the first time are having a lot of fun and a uh, friend of the program uh youtuber blue the robot has been playing quite a bit and uh, i think the servers were down this afternoon so he just built some guns and he built some custom weapons in that thing that looked amazing like the, the weapon customization is so so good he put he, he tweeted out some some screenshots of some really cool guns that he built in there I've always liked the look of their uh, weapon customization and how that works. I think it's pretty neat. It's perfect. Um, the gold standard for sure. So I hope, and they've also, they've also alluded to um, new game modes as well, which are desperately needed. And with that base, I think that good gameplay base, I think there's a lot of things you could do with that game modes you could do to, to add to the replayability since there's only like four overall large maps. So I think people should definitely try to play it if they haven't yet. A lot of times, inevitably, people ask about console. Um, they've said if PC launch is successful, uh, console is, is being worked on. So that definitely remains to be seen. Um, I just don't think it's going to hold people's attention long term. The masses. I'm, there'll be diehard people that really get sucked into the game. Um, the, the core gameplay and customization is that good. I feel like people will get sucked into it um but just to have a big mass massive success with full servers a lot of people playing and excited about it they got to add more cuz i i think i think big fry kind of had the same reaction when we when he launched it and i watched him play it he's like again 4 years and what we added was a store that that's it so it's a weird deal it's, it's I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what I would like to see. It's a really odd situation. Hype dream. 
pipe dream here. Take a journey with me. I'm here. Let's do it. Where are we going? Uh, we're going to take a journey, and we're going to act like, you know, I like Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty with Boone a lot. That's the game. Imagine if there was another company out there. <clears throat> yeah, he dropped the ball. That could actually build hop and create a game that could actually take Call of Duty head to head. What would we get out of that? You know, and how awesome would that be to see two competing franchises in the same space battling it out? I think it would be such a good thing for the player base. I'm excited for Modern Warfare 2. They have DMZ. They're doing all these things, but they are running free right now, and nobody's even on their tail. And I just hope as a gamer that that changes uh, over the course of the next 12 to 18 months. And uh, that's my journey. That's my pop dream. But that was nice. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> uh, uh, Big Mike in chat also says something interesting. Um, it should be taken into consideration that all the time uh, was early access. Now it's going out for everyone, not a minority that went out of their way to play it early. That's true. Um, that That's true. And I'm, I'm speaking for myself. And like I said, a lot of the people that are jumping into it now are, are really loving it. And um, that's good to see. I was just like, I've been here. I played it. I played it with uh, uh, Jack from my Discord, and we were playing a Smolens map, and I just kind of found myself like, is this match about over yet? Like, I've just I've been there, done that. Um, but it, it, it's pretty cool. It's going to be, it, I, I hope they can do stuff. Uh, there also has been rumors in one of their earnings calls for the company that a roadmap is coming soon. Um, so that'll be, that'll be really important to see, to see what's actually going on with that a roadmap so if you haven't tried it out out there in uh podcast or youtube or twitch or wherever the heck you are uh i would try it out and see what you think i'd love to hear what you think of it in comments in my discord or whatever because it, it's a pretty cool game i see myself still playing and hopping in i want to get some guns leveled up and, and get farther along and then what you said so i kind of just completely ignored what you said even though it was awesome um yeah cod has no they have nothing. Um, they have no competition, and that worries me. Um, anytime, <laughs> anytime a company doesn't have any competition, they can do whatever they want, and that generally, uh, historically speaking, doesn't work out very well for the consumer. <laughs> no, and, I, and I, I've, I've, you've got to give them props because everything they did with COD Next, their marketing, uh, letting players know what's coming, leaving enough to tell you later like their balance of the launch of this whole next cycle of call of duty in my opinion it's probably been one of the most well thought out uh, and, and they nailed it you know and props to them for that i just wish somebody else was doing that too so much of what they did with modern warfare 2 was what we were just praying for like 10 percent of that with battlefield and we never got it you know yeah I think the last anyway, time Call of Duty had competition was that year of Infinite Warfare and Battlefield One. Um, yes, and that's when I—that's I'd always played Battlefields, but that's like when I fell in love with Battlefield. Was Same like, was Battlefield Same. One. Um, just me too. Amazing. Yeah. Um, it was it was sweet. So I don't know, and it's not. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. We're not saying we want like the the COD player base versus the Battlefield. My game is better. Mm -hmm. No. We just no, want we just want companies competing in this space so we get better products. We get more 
content for a better price and and so on and stuff like that so i'm i'm really i'm really hoping yeah some like the medal of honor games and stuff like that yeah infinite warfare still was the top selling one uh but i'm not sure i don't think we really had the way that the metrics to say anecdotally all my friends switched to battlefield when that happened um so and especially <laughs> especially when when the the game or whatever that has the almost monopoly on the genre is ran by activision that has to get that has to get you like really nervous um because of what they've done in like the mmo space and some some things like that with microtransactions and things like that so that's what we've been worried about um apex legends is still doing strong but uh interesting segue to the next game we're going to talk about is the finals now this game is by embark studios and you can tell when you play it that it was done by a lot of former dice developers from the old games that we that we loved um just how it felt how it played and the destruction was silly have have you seen much about this i think a lot of people are i've seen i've seen nothing but i'm watching it right now so this game is really really interesting uh basically because of the developers and the innovation that that studio has already talked about um with how they're programming games and doing stuff but you can see that the destruction is stupid and you might think that that trailer is like a gimmick nah dude it's really like that like you can tear up anything in the match um i did play i did get invited and played the the alpha play test and i don't think i can say a whole lot uh based on the nda stuff uh, but Rockhound Black, friend of the channel, we've had him on the program before and talked about Embark Studio stuff. He said you can talk about it um, for content and stuff. He just can't show anything. So we're we're looking at a trailer and stuff right now. He did a video where he, um, he went in depth about the playtest. He played it a lot. I played a few matches and uh, overall was really impressed. We're gonna we're gonna see some really cool stuff from from this studio. Oh, you've already played this game? Yeah. Where have I been? Yeah. What am I doing? Uh, the trailer kind of looks like a, I mean, it's very unique, but it, it color palette, like it puts me in the mind of uh, almost like a, a first person Fortnite combined with Apex. Like, yeah, that's kind of what, that's what I feel out of when I'm watching that. It's like people that would uh, grow out of Fortnite or whatever. I can see them like being very drawn to this trailer. Yep. And I know, I know a lot of folks, like, especially from Buffs, buff channel who really enjoy uh the the milsim type stuff and like the weapon conversions that that buff does and i i get it because they're it, when you when you go that route in a game it makes it really immersive it's easy to get lost in it it's easy to 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 have fun that way and feel immersed but and some of you guys might ride off a game like this uh but it's it's going to be free to play so i recommend trying it out because uh it's something new um it, it really is something new and different and uh, I think that's something that we need. Well, um, I'm not a huge fan of the setting and kind of the aesthetic of the game. Uh, if it plays well, that's some of the stuff I can get around. But just to see the destruction that we've been missing from Battlefield, and it was like, that's the first tweet I put out. I was like, guys, I found where our destruction went. Like, it went into the finals, huh? Yep. So it's like, does this thing come out? Not sure. Um, I think this fall, I'm pretty sure. 
And then they just uh, did the alpha. Yep. And then and then this this studio is also doing a third person co op shooter, PVE, Arc Raiders. So they're they're working on that too. But they decided to go this route first. It really does feel kind of like Apex, um, Apex Arenas. So it'll be interesting. A lot of content creators are saying, like a lot of large content creators are saying, you know, keep your eye on this and stuff like that. But it's it's uh let's see. It's four, so you start out with four teams of three. And then um, you have to find cash and extract with it. And then you have kind of heroes that have different uh, abilities and, and weapons and stuff. And then you, like, so it's kind of like a process of elimination. Like the lowest team doesn't move on to the next round and you eventually make it to the finals where then it's more like, it's more kind of like a BR um, at the end to try to win. But like the aesthetic was really neat. You can see in the in the background, you can see the arena lights, and there's like a hologram crowd, and there's like an announcer, and it it's pretty neat. It really is. Did you win any different. games? No. Dang. My teammates are trash. Is that what I'm supposed to say? Because it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's not my fault. Um, but it it is a game. I didn't play it too long. Uh, for that reason. Uh. I, I like to get into the strategy of games and playing that playing a game like that solo is rough with like no comms or playing with randos. It's frustrating it. to me. But I was incredibly impressed with like with how it played. The time to kill is really long. Um you can get revived by your teammates. There's a lot of team play. It really is. If you do like that kind of strategy, uh there is going to be a lot there. There's going to be a whole bunch there. Uh, because I mean it really is you hear that term you hear the term sandbox thrown around all the time but it really is one uh, because you can shape it and move it however you want if you want to take out a building you can um, there's different specialists that can put cover back up so you can reshape things how you want I think there's going to be an endless amount of strategy on, on how to do on how to do well in this game and the graphics are silly. I think it's Unreal Engine 5. It's one of the first Unreal Engine 5 games. Noise. And the other thing is, with the destruction, why that's so cool, it's one of the first times uh, we've, had, we've had this much destruction that's server-side, right? So a lot of times, even Rainbow Six used to be like this. A lot of the server was kept track, or a lot of the destruction was kept track on the client side. So the map might look different to you on how like your computer thinks the state of the game is in, the state of the map and the destruction. For this, all the crazy destruction, the map leveling and all that stuff, all that information is stored server side. So it looks exactly the same to everybody. And they had to do a whole bunch of magic hocus, hocus pocus pucus pucus to, to get that to work right pucus pucus so let that, me clarify here this is a you went in and how many teams four, four teams, teams of three? Of three yeah 12 people and then you work your way down and it ultimately kind of plays like a br at the end yeah when you reach the finals when you reach the finals yeah how many teams reach the finals two so then it's like a 4 or 3v3. Yeah. A 3v3 at the end. and Okay. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's not, 
it's kind of a new thing, Justin. It's not necessarily just a BR. Um, it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of like extraction at first, and then it turns into a BR later. Hmm. Yeah, forge mode would be really neat, for sure. Um, in the aimbot asks if you're able to talk about anti-aliasing. There were two different times. There was just 1A or 1X and 2X uh, anti-aliasing. So that's all that was in there. So, yep. The finals. It was in there. But there's the finals. One of the first games from Embark Studios. And yeah, if you look at the list of developers working on it, it's pretty crazy. Um, just nice. a lot, lot of folks from former DICE that are working on it. And it's... It's worth talking about keeping an eye out just for the fact that it's something different. It's not a, it's not like anything we've seen before. I don't think, um, and it, it's really cool. So, it's yeah. time for something. I know that. I it's checked it out. So. All right, the last thing, the the last of the prepared topics. DMZ. Yeah. So you do know you know a little bit about DMZ, right? I know a little bit about it, yeah. Enough to get you in yep. trouble? Enough to get me in trouble. I know it's going to be played on the Warzone 2.0 map. I know that. Right? Yep. Yeah. But as far as uh, anything outside of that, I, I don't. So really there's know. been... Yeah. There's... There's been some new quote-unquote leaks about uh, the different missions and stuff like that. Uh, but if you've been following the show or mine or Buff's channels, uh, we've talked about it already. Like uh, pretty much all the stuff that came out in a new article is stuff that we've already covered. So if you've if you've been here or on Buff's channel or my channel, like I said, we've already talked about it. Um, but a lot of it just seems almost copy paste from Tarkov. And my thing was, I want to ask you this: what I'm more what I'm worried about with DMZ, um, if people haven't heard about it, we can get into some of those things, some of the missions and the challenges and stuff like that. I, re I remember a lot of them. But I'm just worried about DMZ. I think, I think it's a huge, huge risk for Affinity Ward because from what it sounds like, um, the vibe I got from hearing content creators that went to COD Next talk about it is a lot of the mechanics that people weren't excited about in Warzone 2, uh, some of the AI, how you have to buy guns, are all mechanics from DMZ. It's like DMZ was the main focus and the Warzone was kind of built from that. Uh, um, so I guess m my worry is that you have games that are incredibly, incredibly detailed extraction game modes. Let's, let's say the one everybody's thinking, Escape from Tarkov. That game has so much to it. It has a lot of progression. There's so many challenges. There's so many lootable items. There's so much depth in that game and people still get bored of it after a couple months and want it to wipe how do you in an extraction mode keep people interested how do you keep it fresh well, i don't know i think it's uh what call of duty has obviously done very well um to this point in the last you know let's say four or five years has been uh, seeing what's successful, what people are gravitating towards these niches that, you know, you take PUBG, for example, you know, didn't quite have the horsepower to take PUBG where it needed to be when it needed to get there, you know, 
uh, and they they took the battle royale genre and they kind of are dominating there to a point out of you know Fortnite Apex, uh, and they will be the first ones to do this with a DMZ. I mean, Battlefield kind of came out and we thought we hoped that Hazard Zone would have some of this stuff. So what it sounds like to me is they're going to bring this to a buttload more players that have a console sitting at their house, right? That have seen Tarkov or have heard about it, or maybe people that don't even know about it are going to be experiencing this for the first time. So I think they're going to have a lot of players that haven't experienced that type of mode yet. And I think it will probably do extremely well in the first 12 months. How are they, what are they going to do after that? I don't know. Do they know? Maybe not. I don't know. But I think, out of the gate if it's smooth and it plays well and it all ties together with progression through Warzone, the multiplayer, and then you have a DMZ for free sitting there too. Uh, it is literally set up for success just by the sheer amount of people that they're going to be hitting, you know, that haven't experienced it yet. Yep. Uh, there is no, there's no question that at release, there's going to be a ton of people play it. Um, people that have seen, you know, the cycle, console players who've seen the cycle and seen Escape from Tarkov and haven't got a chance to play a game mode like that are gonna be very excited to try it. I'm sure. I just don't oh, know yeah. how. I think I think they're gonna have a ton of people try it. I don't know how you keep them. I don't know what the answer is um, for an extraction type game mode Man, to have like that it. that replayability. Well, I mean, Battle Royale has, I mean, it, it even loses that for me sometimes, that replayability. You know, we won like six games last night. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we did. Uh, but it's the same kind of thing. Like, no uh, I think they're going to take advantage of a market that hasn't really been tapped into. It's no big deal. We won six games last night. Check them out, twitch.tv backslash crash eight, like, like the stream. But they're going to take advantage of that. A really untapped market i mean for a lot of people it's not untapped because they watch content or they played tarkov and they've been in that but god man how many millions of people haven't had the opportunity so i think they're going to take full advantage of that and they're going to ride it and it's free to play for god's sake i mean come on tell me those servers aren't going to be overloaded with people trying this thing out and I think the first few months are going to be a heck of a lot of fun for a lot of people that have already played Tarkov or a game like it. <laughs> I do. So I don't know. We'll see how it progresses. Only time will tell. Yeah. But I mean, so like in, in Warzone, if you win, you get that adrenaline rush at the end and then like, oh yeah, a little dopamine rush when you win. If you are doing stuff in an extraction type mode, there's a shot. Well, I don't know. Some of the leaks are saying there's going to be quite a few people on the map, but I just, I don't think you get as big a rush. Like there has to be something at stake for when you extract, like if you extract with something really rare, really cool, or if you complete a mission. Um, and I'm just trying to think in Tarkov, like when I've been really excited, um, right. the, the looting has to be good. It needs, I don't know what it needs, man. I'm telling you. I mean, if you, you think about all the stuff that Tarkov has, and I just people still get bored with it and want it to wipe. Um, I just, I mean, I, maybe that's what they have to do. Maybe with each season, they, they kind of wipe your progression. And as long as the challenges and missions are different, maybe fit a little bit of a narrative, then that might be pretty cool. 
um, to keep the replayability going. Um, but I, I just mean even with a game like Tarkov, like and I, I guess I could do this now, but like if you pull up Google Trends um, in like YouTube searches, you can see people are like crazy about Tarkov when it wipes. There's a ton of players. And then now yeah. it's like way down. Like with this wipe, they didn't bring a lot to it. Um, so it, there's not as near as many people searching for it and talking about it and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. I think they're in a very, they're in a powerful position uh, with this, you know, uh, as far as bringing new content, new maps, potentially in the next 12 months to that. I know Tarkov, like people have been waiting on streets of Tarkov. I've heard about that for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. But I don't, I don't think you're going to have that. Like, I think it's going to be, Hey, here's a new map. Bam. Here we go. Let's go. New content. Cause they, they have done a really good job as much as like some of this stuff seems like it's getting old. Like, cause like with me, I play call of duty all the dang time. They do jam a lot of content in there, you know? Yeah, um, I wish it was more I, maps. I think they're, they're getting pretty proficient with that, you know, and they've shown like these little glimmers of, you know, greatness in that with like the fortunes keep map drop and things of that nature. You know, they obviously flubbed the dub with Caldera, according to a lot of people, myself included, but they've changed that and they've, they've learned a lot as they go. And I think they're trying to implement that as they go, like they're learning as they go. So that's, that's a good thing. We'll see. Time will tell. I will quit rambling. That's what we do here. That's what this show is for. It's to ramble. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, I might dive into it a little bit more with like analytics and stuff like that about how Extraction Royales kind of lose players over time. So that's the key thing when we hear more about DMZ. Allegedly, we're supposed to hear about it more before launch, which there's not that much time between now and launch. We're, we're in launch month now. Yeah, we're um, like 27 days away, right? 26, well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And then it'd be 19 days till the early access of the campaign. So, Ooh. yeah, it's it's Turn me up. headed our way close, uh, or fast, or whatever word that belongs. Close there. and quick and stuff. I I followed you. Everybody you knew there? what you meant. It's cool. fine. Cool. Yeah, this show stinks. God, it's so bad. But I, that's what Lock I'm going to be looking if you for already. Hit that thumbs up button out there, everybody. Oh, Just hit Lord. that button one time. Um, that's what I'm going to be, that's what I'm going to oh, be looking God. for, looking for is like how, how they're going to keep players and it's going to be interesting to see how people that generally play, you know, fast call of duty, enjoy an extraction type game mode. Yep. Uh, one but of the leaked, one of the leaked They missions, don't have to play it. They don't true, have to play it. True. But then, then are people going to be like. You put all this stuff in my beloved Warzone so you can make DMZ and then... Probably. People will always complain. That's one thing you can guarantee about. Complaints will always happen. So yeah, people will absolutely say that very sentence you just said. I'm really times. good at complaining too. That's another thing this show is really good for. Complaining. Let's no, it's point too. out facts. That's what this show does. <laughs> Data, it's facts, not, numbers. It's not, it's not mindless, mindless complaining. It's like common sense complaints that's debatable that's but, pretty debatable whatever but i think yeah that's just that's the main thing i wanted to get across with dmz um it sounds like they're on the right track and from the some of the stuff that's leaked there's a good base there so there's stuff like get this many kills on grunts 
uh, you have to kill some of the Alcatala bosses and, and extract with their stuff. Uh, there's different lootable items you have to get out. Uh, maybe there's going to be some like exclusive rewards and stuff inside some of these strongholds guarded by AI. There are keys. Uh, there was a funny Easter egg type one. I don't know if this is even going to be in there where it talked about you have to go to the moon and get cheese. Like you can build a rocket ship. And I think it might be an Easter egg that was in the code. Um, that'll be weird. It'll be kind of cool. Um, what about but there, nukes? Didn't there's I hear a lot of stuff about there. a nuke? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Um, I heard but nukes I, are going to be in DMZ. You heard it here first. Everybody get excited. That would make sense um, to do stuff. I, I just think they need to have a lot of things that people can do on the map. It also sounded like there was going to be up to 100 players on the map plus AI. That's a lot. Um, so you're always going to be in combat. But I think there needs to be a lot for people to do. And I also hope... There does. I really hope that there's uh, dynamic insertion points and servers, um, more like the cycle has. So Tarkov, when you go into a raid, everybody starts at the beginning and people learn where those spawns are and they learn like one of the biggest differences between bad, like not bad, like newer Tarkov players and really good Tarkov players are you learn the spawns and you learn the timing of when people will be where. So you can you can spawn in and you say, oh, I know people spawn here and here and here. I'm at this spawn. They're going to be crossing here in about five minutes. So let's get there. And they get there and they catch people and it gets really predictable. The cycle has like perpetual servers that keep running instead of one instead of a server up and running for that 40 minute raid or whatever. They run a, a lot longer and people infill and exfill at like different times. So I hope to see like persistent servers that keep running and keep it from getting predictable because that will really be annoying too. Um, like, if, you know, if you spawn in a certain building and with a hundred people, there's going to be quite a few spawns, but then you know that there's someone that spawns, you know, three buildings over down on this street and you just run over there and kill them. I hope, I hope they keep right. it. I hope they keep it dynamic. So people, the server just keeps running and people are always infilling and exfilling and it makes it a lot more, less predictable. Yep. I think they're on the right track. They're, they're definitely going to see some very large success with this, dmz uh and i'll tell you what in my opinion you think i'm wrong i think it took some balls to show warzone 2 gameplay as early as they did number one you are they already know what the community is like like they're about to get roasted and they know it right no matter what um and then to let all the uh you know some of the top tier warzone players have access to that and take feedback from that I wasn't expecting that in September. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't think we were going to see anything until closer to the launch of Modern Warfare 2. So props to them for that. Um, and and we'll just see where DMZ goes, you know. I think it's a big question mark around a lot of it. But fundamentally, I think they are, uh, they're on a path of great success for that. And it'll be interesting to see it play out. Cool. Agreed. Cool, cool man. That's my words. I just wanted to say it. Words. I just wanted to say that I kind of, I kind of want to be, I kind of want to be on the board, like in the ledger as a DMZ skeptic, just because I've played quite a few extraction type game modes yep. and I've seen them. I've seen the rise and fall of the player base and uh, it's hard. And I don't, the traditional Call of Duty community, I don't know how they're going to handle uh, that kind of game. So, and maybe they're not going for that. Maybe they're going for new players. 
Um, who knows? I don't. I think they. I think they want it all. That's what I think, and they're kind of going for it. Because let me tell you one more quick thing: the ground war on the big map on Modern Warfare Two Beta was. I had more fun with that than I did the entire first two weeks of Battlefield Twenty Forty Two. You can say all. It was smooth. I'll allow I'll allow you to say that. Yeah, but it, it still didn't feel like Battlefield to me. No, no, or... it didn't. Okay, it's I the thought closest you were I've to say ever. It. No, it's not like I'm not saying apples to apples Battlefield. It was the closest that I've seen Call of Duty come to making you feel anywhere close to what like Battlefield One made me feel. And there was just like little hints of it in there from time to time. I'm like, man, it kind of feels like Battlefield right here. You know? Yeah, they it's not, are trying. Not an apples to apples comparison, but. Um, they attack that big map objective-based gameplay very well in that. Yeah. Not perfect, but... They're definitely trying to make modes for everybody. Um, they're and they really... literally did that. Warzone 2. Working on DMZ. Added a couple interesting multiplayer modes in, too. Uh, and they're still doing what they do. Like stuff that I hate, like Team Deathmatch, Domination. It's the same old called COD, which they'd be dumb not to do that, but... I don't know. Yep. We'll see. Yep. And that's my that's exactly my thought, uh, Raz, was I was going to say if I could change anything out of Ground War, it would be add squad-only revives. Um, maybe make it make a field upgrade that's a revive syringe that you could use on anybody. So every once in a while you could revive somebody who's not. But if you could revive your teammates, um, that's one of the things... Uh, that's one of the things that made me... Uh, enjoy battlefield was was going with a squad and sticking together and you're at such an advantage if you have a few medics with you or friends that can revive and i think if they added revives to your squad in ground war in modern warfare 2 it would make it play so mm. much better um i agree because there's all those times where you die and then you make the call out and your teammate cleans them up and then they can revive you and you can move on and keep trying to take points yeah. and objectives and stuff. And it just, you feel so much like you're working together. And that's like one of the coolest parts about battlefield is like playing with a couple friends Correct. and you're a squad in this giant battle and you're trying to, you know, move through this battlefield and you have kind of an objective and stuff like that. Um, it, it would be Hence really cool. battlefield four, battlefield one and late battlefield five, man. Good Lord. So good. And 2042 felt nothing like any of those three games. And I will go out on a limb and I'll say that freaking Ground War felt more like Battlefield than 2042 did. But okay, I digress. I don't think I'll quite go that far. I can't say that. I think Battlefield 2042. I said it. Still feels more Battlefieldy. <laughs> it does. But that's feel not like Battlefield. That's not saying much. No, it just doesn't. It I doesn't. don't feel it, but it, it's fine. Their next one's going to be great. I'm definitely not pre-ordering it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody is. <laughs> Battlefield 7 Weekly. We start those up, those episodes up. Let's get it, let's get it going. Yeah. I had I had some comments on videos over the last week of people saying, are you, are you going to talk about Battlefield ever again? Most of your subscribers came from Battlefield, and it's like, man, I wrestle, I wrestle with that every day. Um I wrestle with that every day. I don't, I can't in good conscience or I don't want to, I want to make videos that I'm excited about. And I, I just don't want to go through the motions and make Battlefield stuff for a game that I don't really enjoy. And at the same time, 
I know it, it's kind of out of principle too. I'm really frustrated with how the community was treated. Um, they were never really asked for feedback. Um, I wish a lot of the large creators were asked for feedback early in time to change stuff like server browsers and class systems and scoreboards and all that stuff we were missing. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, also, we played a premium, a premium AAA price based on trailers. And it, it seems, I'm going to say, I'm going to say allegedly they held gameplay from us uh, before the game launched because they knew the state it was in. They definitely did. We paid AAA price and the amount of post-launch content we're getting after being told in an earnings call that we're getting a, a robust, engaging live service. It's just a flat out lie. And I, I'm really upset with how the community was treated. And one of the reasons I'm not covering as much Battlefield is because I don't want to promote a game and for that to become the norm because the community deserved better. Um, Amen. Than, than what they got. And yes. Yeah. I struggle with. Reach to us, Crash. <laughs> I don't know. I just struggle with a lot of stuff on what to do because I, I know that. And my channel suffered for it a lot. But I sleep better at night, like not promoting a game that that was kind of a sham to the community. There, there will be more g games come and go. <clears throat> Lots yep. happening right now. There's a lot, lot of things happening. COD's got the, they're in the driver's seat right now, but I don't see it. There's too much money and big power players out there to let that uh, go on for the next three years. Like it's just not going to happen. So we, I think us as gamers, we have a lot to look forward to in the first person space. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's going to be pretty bright. But it's, it, but, another reason why we I started Mr. Optimism, but we need that around bright. here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's, but that's one of the reasons I started this program. So yeah. that's something cool that came from here. Let's talk about all the first person shooters and what's going on out there because it is a matter of time. Somebody's going to come play with Call of Duty, you know. So I'm looking forward to it because it'll make Call of Duty better and just the overall space better. So you think it'll happen? It will happen. One would think. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much it for for their prepared remarks, huh? Don't you think? Yeah, yeah. I had nothing prepared. I'm glad you did. I always try to come up with something to talk about, but yeah, that's like, I didn't want to miss, I didn't want to miss a, miss a week. I wanted to have at least some kind of show. I hope it didn't stink too bad. Uh, I think, I think Boone kind of saved it. That was cool to talk to him, uh, early on and get a different perspective because it is kind of a revolving cast of boomers around here. So it's, it's yeah. cool to get, to get a, a youngin's take. Get the young blood in. He still thinks a lot of the same things we think. He just thinks a little bit differently. Probably because he but. hears me complaining about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, I am too, Big Mike. Uh, yeah, guys, so if you want to do, do you have time for, a little bit of time for a chat Q&A? Just real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, if you guys want to ask questions or, or statements or anything, we talk with chat for a little bit before we call it an episode, but it's been awesome. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Uh, hope everything's going all right. Buff's got a lot, a lot of moving parts right now. Um, exciting stuff going on personally for him, so... Um, hopefully that's going well for Buff. We miss you, Buff. And oh, Buff. miss you. And uh yeah, appreciate everyone for hanging out with us um on a little bit of a different show on a different date. I got a lot of weird stuff going on this next week. And again, we will be I think our next episode, we're gonna try not to miss a week, guys. Our next episode will be Tuesday, October eleventh, so a day later than normal. Um And so like the uh like like this thing if you haven't already, because you know that's what it's supposed to do and stuff. 
if you're enjoying it and stuff, yeah. just hit that thumbs up button. And Big Big Mike uh, says he's looking forward to X Defiant, and I kind of am too. Um, that's going to be an arena shooter that could potentially be pretty cool because they, on the opposite side of Battlefield, they are taking a lot of community feedback. They're doing a ton of insider sessions, and uh, they've said some really cool things about how stuff's going to work with no skill-based matchmaking in the casual playlist. It's going to have ranked modes. And, yeah, pretty cool. So, again, that's another game where I'm not as excited about the aesthetic. Right. But yeah. Yeah, sorry, Raz. We had to change stuff up, man. Sorry. Sorry. What's your opinion on the new MW2 spec ops? Uh that should be really cool too. Um, what those are, I think spec ops and the the new raids uh that Raz mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, super cool mechanics to be able to add content down the road. So like Battlefield 5 had kind of the war stories that were uh different stories from different parts of the conflict. Um, those make really good ways to add stuff live service wise. I think with spec ops and with the raids, they've already talked about raids coming later on are, are really good ways for live service for new content to continue the story. So a lot of times, and this is what we've talked about with modern warfare, trying to be something for everybody. There's a lot of, there's a large section of people that get call of duties and play them and enjoy the campaign stories well a lot of times after you play the campaign of a call of duty you're done playing story modes but this is a really cool mechanic to allow them to add story story content moving forward i like spec ops i enjoyed special ops in uh, modern warfare yep they've had those they've had a lot of pros on there too Oh, Big Mike, they've had some Call of Duty, some other Call of Duty pros. I think Aix was helping them out at one time doing feedback sessions and, and some others. So they, they've, they're they really working with the community um, on X Defiant. The co-op and Intel drops. Yeah, the raids are going to be neat too to work through with your friends and different stuff. Um, there might be some cool cosmetics and stuff like that. Uh, so that's another thing. Sometimes with all the multiplayer stuff, I forget about that stuff because um, I, I, I'm not as into campaigns, but I'm definitely going to play this one. Hey, what's up, Tom? Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, can you can you talk for just a second while I go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah. You sure? I, I, I can talk. Okay. I, I'll, I'll bull breeze my way through here. I'll go real fast. Sure. Okay. Be careful. Don't trip. Bye. Bye, Crash. So what do you all think? DMZ has me excited too, Tom. Also really enjoyed the beta. There was a couple things, but, you know, that's... I think they're going to work a lot of them out. It's a boomer dump, Anthony. Guaranteed. That's just what I play the most right now is Call of Duty. That's why I do talk a lot talk a lot about Call of Duty, but you know, Battlefield was my game for quite a while, especially after what was that Infinite Warfare drops. I hated it, and then Battlefield 1 just came out like a wrecking ball and ooh, I loved it. do peer no it's not a dump it was a number one okay 
Don't be spreading these rumors. All right. I'm back. The show's probably over, but I'm back. Think we get realism modes back? I think so. I, I think they will. I, I really think they will. Go, go Good luck firing me up, Seth. Go cards. Talk, go cards. Is he talking about Louisville? Louisville Cardinals. Hey, I don't dislike the Louisville Cardinals. What do you think about SBMM? Well, it's when I play with. That was the wrong button. That was the wrong button. Are you that excited about it? Yeah, Jeez, man. Crash. No, I was gonna say I think skill based matchmaking. It's a piece. Especially when we're trying to play with Boone. Man, his lobbies are terrible. That's not not good. Get it out. What do you think of it before I interrupted you? What? I don't SBMM. like it. SBMM. It's, it's kind of frustrating. Uh, I, what I think they need to do with SBMM is at, at least be more transparent with what it is and how it works. There's too many people who think they know how it works that don't really know how it works and just a lot of misinformation about what it is, I think. Uh, but that's my opinion. Maybe there is some form of it out there, but I think, uh, uh, you know, I don't stay up at not thinking about this or anything, but I think a ranked play would help because it would get a lot of the sweaty sweats wanting to play that. You're supposed to have that. And if you're just playing normal pubs, no SBMM, random matchmaking, go have fun. And if you get in with a bunch of sweats, that's just so be it, you know, but... Yep. And then ranked, yeah, obviously, you got to, you know, pair up against whoever's this, you know, skill level and all that. But without a ranked, I don't think it, I don't think it has a place. Yeah, I'm not sure how it would work on a large scale, but my gut tells me I would like to see very, very loose skill-based matchmaking in casual. I think there should be a, oh, yeah. like, kind of, kind of a lower class lobby for people who are learning. Um People with other, you know, disabilities that are playing, so they're not getting stomped. Everybody should be able to have fun. Um, but as the way it is now, and, and Modern Warfare Two is supposed to get uh, skill-based matchmaking, um, or excuse me, it's supposed to get ranked. Sorry, I'm thinking about skill-based matchmaking. It's supposed to have ranked, but I, it's still gonna have probably the same SBMM uh, that they have. There are. I've said this before, there are super complex patents that they have algorithms that try to tell, try to learn your gaming habits and try to give you harder lobbies and get everybody to have fun and keep people playing based on matchmaking. So it's not always just straight up skill-based matchmaking. There's a lot that goes into it and it's meant to keep you playing. Um, right. But yeah, I wish there wasn't any of that stuff. Buff! Dude. <laughs> what's up man yeah buffs in chat guys everybody thought i was you all day buff why'd you have to come in here and ruin it i know now now they know nobody even knew until now you're in chat and they're like oh my gosh that's not really buff miss now, you what am buff I do? miss you buff um so yeah we'll be back with buff next week potentially allegedly uh, yeah, it's it sucks. That's one thing uh, to to Big Mike's point that they've said with X Defiant is Byron Bead said that they're no not Byron Bead. I can't remember. Wasn't him? 
<laughs> no, no, that's me, new setup. <laughs> uh, he said that there's going to be no skill-based matchmaking in casual, and there will be ranked with obvious skill-based matchmaking in X-Defiant. So it'll be, it'll be really cool. Yeah, the podcast listener's probably freaking out. If the podcast listener listened till the end and we just hit him with an insane plot twist. Insane. Yeah, Buff went to the store and never came back. Yep. Fear, I agree, though. Uh, the TTK in especially this new Modern Warfare. But it, it's kind of multiplayer, TTK, whatever. It seems really, really fast to me. I would love to see that adjusted a little bit. I've always kind of enjoyed a little bit longer TTK. A little bit longer. Uh, but that's just me. Um, I I like lower TTK because I am really bad at tracking targets. So that's the story. Yeah, like with with there's just no time to react when it's so so short. Yeah, I like, get that. I and maybe I don't think there is really a perfect TTK, or everybody would probably use it. So. I understand why people like a longer one. I understand why people like a shorter one. You know, it. You do you. Everybody, everybody likes what they like. Yeah, I think MW two is a tiny bit fast. I'm trying to think of Just one. Just a little. I'm thinking of one I like. Yeah, yeah. Pierce Sam 2042 isn't bad. Uh, thanks, Buff. Thanks for stopping in, man. Thanks for letting us uh, crash your channel, dude. Appreciate Bye, it. Buff. Good luck with Bye. everything. Godspeed. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's it's too bad in 2042, and I really like Battlefield Five's Time to Kill. Um, yeah, definitely a tiny bit slower. It's like kind of halfway between Modern Warfare Two and like Black Ops Four was crazy. It was like crazy high. So like somewhere in the middle was was pretty good. Yeah, Cold War wasn't bad. Blackout TTK was really good to me after they tweaked uh, level three armor. Like everything got pretty balanced there, and I, I enjoyed it. And it was on the longer side, and I think I played that so much that I just really, really liked that. But I know you probably didn't play too much Blackout. I did, so yeah, yeah. I was kind of team. I was kind of team PUBG back then. Um, uh, but I did. I play a fair amount of Blackout. Blackout. Yeah, level three armor in Blackout was like the most overpowered thing. I remember it's that like sound. You were a freaking juggernaut, man. Ding, 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 ding. And still have armor when you got out of there. <laughs> I, I remember that laugh. sound. Yeah. That was frustrating. But yeah. So no guys, I think that's probably a show. Um appreciate everyone being that's here. Amore. See, that's why like he's a country stream. That's why he's before a before you leave. Multi platinum. I'm going to keep interrupting artist. Crash. Is that fun for you? Until he ends it. You I'm enjoy that? I'm done. The I'm whole done. time? I'm done. <laughs> the whole time. Shut up. Shut your mouth, dude. I'll mute you. I can. Gosh. Don't do it. I can do it. I have the power. But anyway, guys. Oh, yeah. Powerful. Thank you guys for being flexible. I really appreciate it. I'm hopefully going to have a couple videos out on my channel uh early in the week and then like i said i'm gonna be <laughs> serpentine is annoying uh i'm gonna be yeah. out in the middle of bfe for a while no internet no phone no nothing and then hopefully we'll be back i have to try to figure out what happened while i was unplugged and then we'll do another episode on look for us tuesday october 11th 
And uh, yeah, as always, stay tuned to me and Buff's Twitter and uh, my Discord and stuff to let you guys know. Uh, sorry about today. Um, we just had some stuff come up. Buff was busy, so we ran an episode again. I I want to bring you guys. I want to bring you guys something every week. Make sure we do something. Uh, get some get some content out there. Do an episode. Um, I always appreciated it when the shows that I listen to get stuff done. Um, so yep, I will be. It's gonna be way off the grid. Like nothing. I need to get a satellite phone. Nope. I'm just gonna unplug. Unplug. Crash. Let it there. go. All right. We'll see how it goes. See okay. how long it lasts. Yep. Um, time hiking up to the top of the mountain to try to get get some something to watch. But anyway, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for being flexible with all the changes. And we look to see you guys October 11th. Bye, Bye everybody. I'll be back when Buff's not here. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>